Hello, friends. <laughs> I've forgotten how to use my voice, how to even introduce these podcasts. Apologies. I'm going to stop apologising. That's all I seem to do at the moment. Hi, how are you all doing? Good to speak to you and good to have you all here. I'm here today to talk about the upcoming Virgo new moon that we've got coming up on the 17th of September and UK time it's happening at midday uh, therefore east coast of USA is roughly 7am um, and that's generally the time zone that, <laughs> that I can re retain in my mind the time difference even um, the others you will have to look up I apologize but yeah midday in the UK and this is a super moon which is awesome so a super moon is where we have super powerful um, lunar energies to help assist us in our intention settings and our manifestation process and new moon in Virgo is all about healing abilities. It's about honouring the earth and mother nature and ourselves through uh, physical exercise and daily routines and nourishment. It's very much, you know, all of this year I've been talking about the ways in which our natal birth chart well our sun signs um predominantly but then obviously we're made up of all of the other signs in the zodiac as well so um just in really simplistic terms our sun our moon and our rising sign or ascendant as others as some people know it um really significantly affect how we perceive and how we can enjoy or detest even certain times of the year so if you're a sun sign leo then naturally you will enjoy it's likely you will enjoy the summer months and you know that will be the best time of the year for you and i have um cancer ascendant or cancer rising which is just before um peak summer so it's you know really nice weather usually and it's funny because i can fully honor and appreciate the aquarius time of year and the darkness and the winter months because when i was born and um, was actually on the I think it's a pagan festival um, called Imbolc or Imolk, depending on how you pronounce it, um, which is exactly when the um, the pagan gods start to honour the changing of the seasons and can start to see the very first signs of life. So it's not springtime, but it's just that new element of hope and um, you know the 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 mornings are starting to get a bit lighter again and it's like the light is coming back after the long um, and cold and you know um, what's that word Un unrelinquishing is that a word I don't know um, yeah the the intensity of winter um, so it's funny because your ascendant ascendant is how you appear to the rest of the world. It's your physical body. It's how others view you when you first meet them. Um, your moon is very much for you, your kind of inner personal world. So maybe a couple of close friends might know this. Or if you're close with family members, maybe they'll recognize these parts of you. But generally, you keep your moon for yourself. 
and then your sun sign is your pure ego and people often say or astrologers often say that we begin life very much in our moon sign so children are very like their moon signs and then as we get older and we take on more life experience we grow into our sun signs um and I think it's funny because people often say to me that they really notice me in the month of my ascendant sign, which isn't really that funny at all because the ascendant is where we are seen. And so the the month of the year in which your ascendant represents, so say, for example, your Sag rising, um, then December might be a really kind of public time for you or a time when people just really see that you're full of energy and you're vibrant and and it's just a really kind of comfortable um seasonal outfit for you if that makes sense um i really love just wearing really simple clothes you know like a pair of shorts and a vest top and flip-flops and i'm good to go like summer months yes please like and but not so hot that it's leo sun and it's burning you know it's like comfortable summer sun and you can kind of get on with your day and people always say to me that like that time of year really suits me and I always look kind of happier and I look kind of fresh and and I think it is because I just feel right having most of my skin out and being affected by um, the elements in nature you know you can feel the cool breeze on your skin I'm really uh, a very kind of affected by temperatures and stuff like that and very changeable the moon rules my chart so you know I do fluctuate that is generally how I am so if I'm in a place that's too hot for too long I start to get really grumpy and if I'm in a place that I'm too cold for too long and I can't do anything about it then it really affects my mood and um, I see other people just kind of getting on with this stuff and I'm like how are you doing this like it literally stops me from functioning so um I remember like my cousin once worked in in a supermarket in the UK and she I think they all got given like gloves and like a fleece jumper to wear um, for sort of shelf stacking. I think it was like an overnight job actually and working in the fridges and stuff. And she was like, just used to talk about how cold it was. And I was like, I literally, I mean, I don't mean to be a princess, but I would rather, I would pick a different job over that one just because I couldn't, cope with being cold for that prolonged period of time like it's just not cool another example of work um I used to work in like a kind of what do you call it It was a house of Fraser so um department store but kind of like slightly designer label-ish um it has things like Diesel and DKNY Karen Millen um Barber like brands kind of like that whistles uh karen millen these are all a bit some of them a bit british brandy um so you may not have heard of them for the american audience and uh philippines and australia i'm trying to think of other countries that listen to the podcast um sorry if i've missed you out um i haven't forgotten you i'm just trying (laughs) i'm actually recording this podcast episode (laughs) in the darkening of so I'm in my car the usual office but it's getting really dark outside and I've spent the whole summer being able to do YouTube videos because the sunlight's been there the whole time and tonight I was thinking right I'm going to jump on and actually do a video 
and I just <laughs> I don't have the lighting to do it so I've, yeah I've saved you guys really because I'm sitting here wearing my husband's hoodie and my hair is a mess and it's not a pretty sight you, you guys don't need to see this so <laughs> you can just uh, feel rest assured that, m that my mood is very much being affected by this um, waning light in the sky although I do feel quite enthused to record this podcast because well basically I'm finding these different techniques that work for me and recording to kind of optimum optimal um, level and kind of information um, quality of information and basically I'm on a um, a set like a time limit tonight because my husband needs to be somewhere at eight o'clock so I have about 20 minutes left possibly 15 in which I can record this so it's like in a way it's going to help me um, summarize some of the information um, ho hopefully in a more succinct way anyway why was I saying this um tangent yeah so new moon in Virgo, supermoon in Virgo, 17th of September, really exciting time. So Virgo is all about the harvest time. So yeah, thinking about this, the zodiac signs and the, the time of year that they represent. Virgo is back to school season. You know, everyone's had a long summer off of school and it's back to school. It's organized. It's like setting up your pencil case. It's setting up your school bag, making sure that you've got your school uniform. You've got your name written and all your clothes in case you lose them. You know, it's really thinking about those sort of minute details that help us in a longer term sense and with Virgo being very much about our health as well you know I don't know about you guys but I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the case for so many people. Um, this time of year always makes me want to eat more. And I think the process of um, oh, what's it called therapy that I've been going through this year to do with uh, food and my um, attitudes towards food um, and things like that has really made me um, appreciate that I've always tried to deny myself this time of year and just tried to carry on and eat salads and eat fruit and eat cold food because that's what I like to eat in the summer um, in the hopes that it will you know keep me looking a certain way and actually this year for the first time ever I'm like right I would like to eat soup every day and I would like to eat you know, like a nice warming fruit crumble with some ice cream or some custard. And I just, I feel like I kind of owe it to myself to really show my body what's available at this time of year, because it's so abundant just if we look out there. And, you know, as ever, finances are not particularly free flowing um, in my life right now. However, the bits of cash that I do have I'm finding that I'm really in a very Virgo way planning how I'm spending it and making sure that there's always plenty of food in and that sounds funny because I know for most people this is like a fundamental um, it's like a bill isn't it like a regular payment that goes out every month is um, I just looked at my phone and it was 11 11 <laughs> oh universe you're such a sweetheart um yeah um, but I never saw food um, finances as a necessity. They have always been, you know, if I've got the money, then I'll eat. And if I haven't, then I won't. And I think 
this year and the, the crazy astrology combined with having my son now and having my stepson live with us as well and having to make sure that there's always food and there's meals it's made me a lot more actively involved in um, food preparation and food consumption and then thinking just trying to be kind of like you know believing and trusting in the universe that there will always be enough for the bills including food so this is like a new switch that's been taking place and it's amazing because each month there has been enough for the bills and the food and um yeah i feel kind of truly blessed for that because i've never sort of extended my my belief in the universe curve to that to that um i would call it well i used to in the past i would have called it an, an extreme but now i see that it is a regular um requirement you know for life <laughs> for sustaining life um so yeah, Virgo season is so exciting. Um, I've been gifted so many um, packages of, you know, fruit from people's gardens and vegetables. And it's so exciting because I get them home and then I'm like straight onto the internet. Like, what can I make out of this? And my husband's a chef, so I often ask him. Um, but I also am a bit, what's the word? Um don't like to ask for help sometimes so I like to just try new things and you know get on with it arrogant I think might be the word <laughs> I know that he could do a better job but it's kind of like I really enjoy the process of cooking and preparing food so um yeah sometimes I do stuff and he knows that it's going to fuck up but then like in the past he's told me and it makes me really annoyed um so now he's learned that he doesn't tell me until after it's happened <laughs> and he doesn't actually use the words I told you so so it kind of works okay so the other day for example I made a plum and ginger cake and there were so many plums like left over and I used a round cake tin and I was thinking to myself like there's half a kilo of plums in here but I've only used like a third of them I was like oh I know what I'll do I'll just put them up the sides of the tin that'll be fine and um, anyway, when the cake was baking, it took ages. And I think whenever there's fruit in a cake, um, fresh fruit, there's extra moisture. So it kind of takes that bit longer to dry out before it's ready. And um, every time I checked it, it was like a souffle. It was literally rising over the top of the cake tin. And this was a really deep cake tin as well. And I was just like, oh, my God, what have I done? And like my baking pursuits always kind of make me feel awkward, but slightly amused at the same time, because it's like I made a cake once and completely forgot to put the flour in. And I was waiting for hours for this thing to cook this like chocolate thing. And I kept pricking it and it was like, God, this bloody thing is still moist. I don't understand. Why is the, you know, the tongue still coming out wet? And it's like, all right, yeah, you forgot to put the flour in, like the main ingredient of a cake. Anyway, um, I took it out of the tin the next morning under my um, husband's great advice and uh, let it cool down and it actually came out in one piece. And I was really impressed, but then <laughs> the extra fruit came up in conversation and he was like, was it supposed to be a tray bake? And I was like, fuck's sake, of course it was a tray bake. <laughs> and I just remember seeing the image on the recipe online. I was like, yep, it was cut into squares and everything. Yes, it was a tray bake. And it's just like, yeah, you know, that's why he's a professional chef and I am just playing at the, <laughs> playing at food. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, like some recent uh, Virgo season escapades, but it's been so therapeutic. It's been such a joy, and like I really love this time of year because, in a way, it's like an alternative spring. So springtime is my favourite season, and then autumn I think has become my second favorite because it's a building up to you know you're in the new school term and I don't care kind of how old I am and how much I'm out of education although this is the first year I've been out of education for a while um it's still like it's a new term what am I going to learn this season you know um and it's the build up to Christmas and I'm not religious, but I really love Christmas and I love spending time with family and I love the food. <laughs> Coming out about it now, I really love the food and, and I'm a vegetarian and people often are like, what can you eat at Christmas? And I'm just like, oh my God, everything. I just love it. I mean, I'm vegetarian, I'm not vegan, so anything with plentiful cheese and butter and cream. Oh my God, you like, get me to the buffet table now. <laughs> Anyway, God, I'm going so off topic. Um, and like even there's kind of activities to find out there. So with my toddler, like my mum's been collecting conkers with him and, um, you know, like chestnuts in their spiky shells and opening them. And he's just so excited by it. It's like, yeah, it's such a fruitful time. Like we took the dog for a walk and there was a cooking apple tree um, with lots of fallen apples on the ground. And most of them are rotten, but we found two that weren't. And I was just like, oh my God, look, this is food this is the universe providing food and all you have to do is look around and you know it's finding ways of thinking ahead with food as well and you know we've got Uranus in Taurus right now and it's going to be there for quite some time um 2026 um from memory so a few years and this can Uranus is very erratic and sudden um, and it Taurus is the earth and our physical bodies and resources and you know how we earn our money as well and when Uranus is here it's shocks and surprises and it's not surprising if we're going to be seeing more food shortages and flooding um, and you know a droughts and just really extreme weather scenarios um so like uh, where i live in the uk in norfolk um i heard on the news that there was a really terrible wheat harvest this year and that the, the cost of bread was going to go through the roof and it was just you know things like this and lots of astrologers are saying at the moment just don't be insane don't be those stockpiling motherfuckers that you know ruined it for everybody at the beginning of lockdown when there wasn't any food on the shelves for people to feed themselves you know that was awful but if you can buy an extra bag of pasta um you know as you shop now as the shops are fully stocked then you can just feel a bit more secure that if there are any more extreme earth events that there's a little bit put away, you know, just a little something to tide you over um, and to share, you know, if we can, what you know, lockdown, depending on that stuff with our neighbours, with our friends, with our loved ones. You know, I do think if you've got enough food to feed two people, you've got enough food to feed three. You know, it's like you can always share and we can always it's just a blessing to have anything at all, really, isn't it? So, um, right, my uh, Mother Teresa get, <laughs> will get off her high horse. I think I'm just feeling all inspired by the Virgo season and by the kind of, um, what's the word, the sort of preserving of food as well. Um, we were given three kilos of plums over the weekend and I was like, right, 
these could sit here and get loads of fruit flies in them and go off or we could make a plan and research like virgo and um action some some um you know some change for these fresh plums into something that's going to last longer so lo and behold like i made a cake um that actually tasted really good in the end it just the process was quite funny um and then my husband made a cake which was delicious and then he also made a compote and a jam and it was just like perfect now these plums are preserved and will see us through you know like for for some time and that was just such a joy knowing that we'd practically used up the fruit um in a way that kind of extends the enjoyment of it and i'm really aware of the time here that i've only got a few minutes left so i'm going to try and um you know get to the main points but it's no surprise really that i'm talking about food and uh, resources and um you know the harvest because you know it's happening all over and i do think we need to celebrate it as much as possible and um you know at the time of a new moon it's always a really really important time and a really fantastic time to set new intentions for you know the next six months ahead um, and this is a super moon so this is really a great time to implement something huge you know it's like every new moon is a, is a great moment to set a new intention but with a super moon you've really got that extra bit of light and energy behind you and um, universe really kind of powerfully listening and depending on where um the sign of the mutable sign sorry the mutable earth sign of virgo falls in your natal chart um will I was going to say dictate, that sounds awful, but will give a suggestion as to the area of life in which you will be experiencing the new moon and therefore it can help guide your intentions, which is what my moon phase readings are all about, is um, for the upcoming 12 months, um, I plot your new moons and full moons within your natal birth chart um, so that you can make really, um, you know, active co-creation intentions with the universe and yourself um, for every new moon phase and every full moon phase um, which just oh they are just I love them I'm so excited by them and I I've done done it for myself I've done it for lots of friends and family and especially as gifts you know these make great birthday or Christmas gifts because they're for the full 12 months ahead um, and you know then you can have um, you know, like a beautiful notebook or diary where you can actively, you know, plot your intentions um, and, you know, go through certain rituals and things to set intentions. So people like to uh, light candles and light incense and, uh, you know, sage and smudge sticks and things like that. So, um, yeah, so we need to find where the new moon falls in your natal chart. And this new moon in Virgo falls at, is exactly conjunct the sun, as any new moon is, at 25 degrees of Virgo. So then you plot and you count round the degree markers on the outside of your natal chart to 25 degrees and see which house it falls in. Um, so for myself, I think this is the third, um, possibly the fourth house. Anyway, the fourth house, for example, is... Um, it's the home you know it's your roots it's family life it's your kind of daily comforts it's quite moonlike in that sense um the home connected with the mother and yeah it's 
it's it's ways you can improve your kind of physical home and your emotional home and then you've got the seventh house which is like marriage long-term relationships and um, business partnerships ruled by libra um or the 12th house for example which is dreams it's otherworldly experiences it's intuitive insight it's merging it's very humanitarian so depending on where 25 degrees of virgo falls in your natal chart is where you can set new intentions um this this virgo season and it's so exciting you know i think if we're really utilizing the the harvest and the planning aspects of virgo and the healing aspects as well which i only mentioned briefly at the beginning but healing um virgo is such a healing sign and if we can set new intentions for healing for ourselves and our family and friends but also for the you know for the the rest of humanity and the earth then i really feel like you know collectively we can really you know cause some fucking awesome change basically you know this is the time to really send those new sparks of um, abundance and you know positive health out to one another so with that said i'll wrap this up i would love to ramble on more actually this has been so lovely talking to you all um but i do have to have to go for now um hopefully i've covered all of the main aspects um of this new moon in virgo if you'd like to talk about anything please feel free to message me on instagram at midheaven moon rising um yeah um and you know we can we can kind of go from there it's lovely to hear from you guys always and i love the photos that you send me from the different parts of the world that you're in i absolutely love seeing the sunrise in australia and you know the moons throughout the different phases of the year and there is another frigging airstrike going on over my house which has been happening all week and i really feel like something's going on um in a kind of yeah mars and aries retrograde um war what is it good for is coming to mind but anyway <laughs> i don't mean to end on such a bum note but yeah those um airplanes are freaking me out so don't forget that we've also got mars and aries retrograde right now which is our access to um, our power and our sense of drive and how others wield those things over us as well um, Aries is all about being strong in yourself and your convictions and I can absolutely say that I'm 100% feeling this for myself um, very much sticking to this is what's right for me and it's really empowering it's never really been like this for me um, not since I was really young and I feel like it's a rebirth um, and yeah, this is really a great time with a retrograde motion. It's a really great time to reassess how you're accessing these parts of yourself and to implement um, new plans for when it um, moves direct again. Um, I think it's in about six weeks time. Um, yeah. So anyway, right. I really must go. Oh, it's lovely talking to you all. Take care. Blessings. And yeah, I love you all. Bye.